Hello, 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 and welcome to Rainbows Rising, where we ascend together. I'm your host, Rainbow Raja, and we are in the month of March. We are in the month of March, and this month we are going to be covering chants. We're going to be talking about how chanting can improve your private practice from home, and how chanting can be extremely therapeutic and uplifting and help to change your vibration so you can manifest your goals to help you change behavior patterns and beliefs and bad habits. So in order for us to kind of get started in the month, I like to start every month off with a reading, a choose your own reading. Um, So I have already pre-selected cards out of several decks. Uh, This month's deck I will be using the Beyond Lemuria as um, some of the cards. I will let you know when I'm using those. I will be using the Earth Warriors Oracle and I will be also using the Rainbow Warrior Activation Deck. If you are interested in checking out those illustrations, if you're interested in checking out those decks, I will leave uh, links in the description below along with the authors um, of the decks and the illustrators so that you guys can check them out. I am also going to be assigning each choose your own with an animal totem. This is how you guys are going to know which deck to pick. Um, This month when I was working with the cards and and feeling into um, what our topic should be about and how to kind of frame this month's self-awareness, self-reflective practice, I was shown that these animal totems are going to really help you guys tune into the energy of the deck. And that is how I kind of set everything up this month. So I'm just getting the cards out and ready. For each of these piles, I have four piles for you to choose from. How we're going to do this is I'm going to tell you the animal in each pile. We'll have pile one, pile two, pile three, pile four. And each one will have their own animal. Whatever animal really calls out to you, whichever one stands out the most. Even if it's not an animal you usually would connect with or feel interested in, please do your best. Trust your intuition. Really listen to your body. If you get excited or you feel any kind of sensation in your body that's different than the other cards, Go ahead and just check that reading out. If it happens with more than one animal, go ahead and check out all, you know, all of the readings that resonate. And if you are somewhere like a workplace or you're driving or you're riding your bike or you're running and you don't want to have to click around in the chapters, you can just set your intention that the entire reading hold messages for you that you will pick up when you are ready to receive them or they'll resonate in their own time. So how we're going to move forward, I'm going to go ahead and show you guys the animals. You're going to pick your deck and I'm going to share what uh, what comes up, what to look for, and how you can apply chanting to your month and how chanting is going to help you move through any blocks, adversities, any, any ways that you can manifest in your life. And I'm going to help you understand how chanting is going to 
improve your life uh, based on the cards that come up. So that's what we're doing. So take a moment, get ready, get comfortable in your body, take some cleansing breaths, and just clear your mind, clear your expectations, will your body to just really calm itself down. I'm setting the intention that all the listeners and viewers out there connect with whatever is most needed at this time. Wherever you are, at whatever time you listen to this. I set the intention that it helps you in your present moment and it gives you guidance and it gives you empowerment, helps you feel more confident moving into your day. And that everything is for your highest and best good at this time. Okay. Our first pile, the animal for pile number one, for rating number one, is elephant. That's right, elephant. <laughs> elephant. <laughs> animal number two for reading number two. Raccoon, raccoon. I unfortunately can't make raccoon sounds. Uh, I think they make a chattering sound like, but I'm not very good at that one. <laughs> we have raccoon for reading number two. Reading number three. Reading number three, we have nightingale. Reading number three, we have Nightingale. Okay. And reading number four. Reading number four, we have the Phoenix. We have the Phoenix. So really feel into your body. Don't just choose an animal because you like the animal. Uh, I think if that were the case, a lot of people just go straight for the phoenix. So please do your best to feel into your body what animal is most needed right now. Once again, reading one is elephant, two, raccoon, three, nightingale, four, phoenix. When you have chosen your reading, you can go ahead and skip to the chapter. And if you just want to listen to them all, we'll just jump straight into reading number one. Reading number one. Let's start with your animal, the elephant. The elephant in this particular oracle, which is the Animal Spirit Guidebook of the Wild Unknown. Uh, by Kim Kranz. 
wonderful art, really simple, just pen, watercolor. But her messages are really impactful because she actually gives you practices to do with the animals. So I'm going to go ahead, make sure that I connect with that for you. So elephant is a fire, fire elemental animal. And when I think of elephants, I really think of intelligence. I think of practicality. Elephants are really wise. They, they really are able to use tools unlike a lot of other animals that like walk on four legs. And even though they're these extremely large creatures, they're so gentle, so nurturing, so accepting. Elephants are able to do art. Did you know that? There's videos out there of elephants painting. Now, were these elephants trained to paint or did they just manifest the will and passion to paint? I personally don't know. But I think it's fascinating that this giant animal that has no hands besides its trunk was capable of creating art. And it wasn't awful art. It was pretty decent looking art. Um, elephant is about tuning into your mind, quieting your mind being gentle on your inner thoughts, having that forgiveness for any kind of negativity that might be coming in one ear and out the other. It's about remembering to just nurture yourself. You know, elephants, they, they are really good at taking care of themselves. They're always down at the watering hole, kind of like bathing with their kids and hanging out. Um, I see elephant as, as a nurturer, um, as well as an intellect. And when I think of elephant, the, the uh, chant that comes to mind is a chant that I utilize for Ganesh. And so that's going to be your chant for this month. And we'll go more into that chant in a couple of minutes. But I did want to connect you to that, the energy of the animal you chose, and maybe some qualities that you might have that you haven't really reflected or appreciated in a while. Remember that you are creative, that you're nurturing, that you're a gentle person, that you're extremely intelligent. And you don't have to be cunning. You don't have to be quick-witted. Being intelligent sometimes mean, means moving at your own pace. Lo uh, elephants are extremely loyal as well. You know, they stay with the herd. They stay with, with their family. And they don't abandon their, their family behind. Um, there's, a, there's a lot, a lot of good qualities in elephant people. So you can choose to connect with elephant energy this month. Um, if you do any kind of power animal work, it's a good month to have some pictures of elephant around or any kind of little totems or toys out to connect with elephant. And let's go into your reading for the month. So the first card in reading number one is winter. Winter. Winter is all about hibernation, about taking time to rest, taking time to recuperate, allowing things that no longer help you to grow, to die off, to let them go. 
taking stock of what is nurturing you and what might be staggering your development, your growth. When I think of winter, I know that I take a lot more time to focus on my health, focus on myself, focus on sleeping, getting adequate rest, feeding myself better than normal. Um, when we're looking at winter for how chanting can help you in your practice this month, I think that chanting is going to give you that quiet space to recuperate. It is going to provide the means to release energy, thoughts, beliefs that may not be serving your best self. I think that when this card is coming up, it's reminding you that going within, taking some time for solitude, just being alone, being reflective, that this can be what you need to regain your energy, to regain your stability, maybe your frame of mind. Winter can be a beautiful time, especially when it snows. Just absolutely breathtaking to stand out as these giant fluffy things just slowly drift down from the sky. Almost magical. I think winter card is coming up to remind you of natural magic. The natural magic of your words. The natural magic of vibration. Chanting is all about vibration. And how the vibration in your voice can change what is going on in your life. How you think. How you react what you do. The second card in your reading is Guardian. So when I look at this Guardian card, I, I see foundation. I see just a lot of, a lot of protection. I see focus. I see stability. When we think of guardians, we think of someone who is there to stand beside us as we make our own choices. And they help us by nudging us in directions that are going to best serve us. But ultimately, they respect what choices we make. Chanting will help you get in tune with guardians and guides that might be able to provide that kind of support. The kind of support where you are able to clearly see a path unfolding before you. Where you can clearly feel the next step in your body. Where you just suddenly know what you need to do. In a moment of uncertainty. 
So this particular card, guardian, can mean that through chanting you can connect with a guide or a guardian, or if you do decide to utilize the chant that I will be providing for Ganesh, that you can connect with that particular deity. And that deity can be part of your practice this month in providing a connection and a guardian to help you move through the rest of the month. So I, I think that you can either make your own chant to work with your own guides, or you can try this chant, see how working with Ganesh makes you feel, and see what kind of protection, what kind of guidance, what kind of support Ganesh can offer you in this time. Since we did have elephant, I think that that's, uh, that's interesting that guardian does come up because I, I think, I think of Ganesh right away, right? The last card for you, first, first readers, right? We have radiance, radiance. I think of stars. I think of suns when I think of radiance. Almost, almost that, that same radiance that you see when you see one of those, those old, beautiful, uh, you know, art pieces of, of Jesus and just got the glowing and the, and the halo. Um, now this, this card radiance is talking about you, your radiance, your light, the light that shines from within naturally it's not that you are consuming any kind of light or any kind of energy from others and then you're rebounding it out into the universe you are radiant without that and i think you will shine brighter clearer with utilizing chanting in your monthly practice that's what the cards are coming up for. I think it's going to help you with some focus. I think it's going to help you with having a, a more clear idea of any messages you need to pass to other people, any ways that you can support and be there for other people. Because when we shine at our brightest, when we are present and clear and calm that is when we can hold that space for others, for them to have the revelations. We're the light for them in the dark. And so for all of you listening to reading number one, those are the three things that chanting can bring to you this month. Giving you rest, restoration, and a little reprieve. Helping you find a guardian, a guide, giving you direction and focus moving forward, and helping you to shine brighter, have more energy, vitality, clarity of focus, clarity of will. Okay, so that was your reading. But now we're going to go ahead and go into Ganesha's chant. I'm going to teach it to you. 
So if you wouldn't mind just sitting and listening to the tone, listen to the words a couple times through, and when you feel comfortable, go ahead and try and join me just to, to tune into that energy, get a feel for the chant, and then throughout the month, try your best to apply this chant um, whenever you feel guided to do so. I recommend trying it several times a week, but everybody's different. All right, here we go. Om Gam Gam Pataye Namaha Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha Pataye Namaha Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha So, on your own time, if you feel called to sit and chant that to yourself, I think that that would be a really good chant for you to focus on this month. I think it really will help you to find that clarity, find that restoration. I know just in the very few times I was chanting just now, I really did feel a sense of calm come over me. Uh, so go ahead and give that a shot if you're brave enough to do it. And we'll go ahead and move on to reading number two. All right, on to reading number two. You chose raccoon. You chose raccoon. So the interesting thing about raccoon is they have those little those little masks on. They're like little bandits of the night. And when I think of raccoon, I think of their ability to to kind of be sneaky and to be able to kind of they're they're a little bit like shapeshifters because they can they can change their their moods so so quickly. One minute they'll look super innocent and super adorable, and then the next minute you open the door to feed them, they're like, <laughs> and you're like, whoa. 
Um, but I really see raccoon as a creature of disguise, uh, a creature of, of stealth and sneakiness, um, a little bit of unpredictability. So for me, that's what I'm picking up on. I, I see this little raccoon guy and he's, he's hiding. He's in the dark. There's no color in this card, but black and white. And this deck is, it's, it's a watercolor and ink deck. So this is one of, I think this is the only card that doesn't have any watercolor colors in it. So I see this as seeing things in black and white. Now, when we hear that phrase, I see things in black and white, or you see things in black and white. It is always considering that there is a right way and a wrong way. And that seeing that gray area in between can be near impossible. Near impossible. I think Raccoon is coming into your reading today to tell you that maybe chanting can help you find that middle area, that gray area. Maybe right now, you're teetering on extremes. You're teetering between extreme beliefs, extreme ideas, extreme choices. And maybe you're unable to see that middle ground, that third option. And through chanting this month, that third path might open up for you, become more clear how there is a compromise, a higher path to those two extremes, to the black and white. I think this card can also be eluding that people in your life may not be as they seem, that information that you are living by may not be as it seems. Um, that you should be careful moving forward and that, you know, maybe chanting, doing a chanting practice can help you with discernment. Um, figuring out how to proceed so as to not rattle, rattle this person's cage a bit. So for, for your cards... Only one came up, and it was from the Earth Warriors Oracle. It is Amuata, the Sage of Higher Knowledge. When we look at this card, we see an owl. Owls are the totems of wisdom, of sacred knowledge, of secrets, of, um, of divine information. They also are beings that our guides send down to share information with us. And I've also seen and worked with owls as portal keepers. They open up doors, they open up opportunities and new eras of our life. Now this card, I've worked with this card in the past and I don't exactly remember her, her message. Um, but just the energy I'm getting from, from this is opening up your heart and receiving 
information, new, new perspectives of information. You see all those, those dots coming in? I feel like those are light codes for this woman or information, different types of, of views, different types of perspectives. And she's having to take all of this into her third eye and she's assessing it. And that maybe through chanting, you'll be able to, to receive some downloads. You'll be able to receive some information, some clarity, some insight that you were not able to receive before. I really think that this, this card also is about being able to evaluate that information and figure out what is truth. Truth for you, truth for others. And how you can weave those truths into like a universal truth, which is the all-encompassing simple truth for all. So because there is only one card, and I just told you what I felt of that card, I'm going to take some excerpts from the, the guidebook by Elena Fairchild. I'm just going to go ahead and read directly from her book because I think she has a really impactful way of articulating these, these cards and these beings that she connects with. Seek what feels true. Even beyond the logical, if something doesn't feel right, challenge it and dig deeper. Educate and inform yourself on matters of importance to you. Trust that your mind is stronger and brighter and bright enough to do this. Enhance your self-esteem by researching for information and trusting your intuition to help you discern what is useful and true. Have faith in your own mental abilities. If others have criticized you or made you feel inadequate in understanding, cast that off as belonging to the past and not relevant to you now. You will become immune to manipulation by others who may be convincing, but not necessarily accurate or helpful. Trust the power of your mind to receive, recognize the answers that you, that you need. You will find your way. So this particular author also um, provides a healing process for each of her cards. Um, I see this as like a very shamanic approach to divination. I really like that there is almost a ceremony to be had with each card. And it just so happens that this ceremony is a spoken one. And we're doing this month on chanting, talking about chanting and how it can support you. And this is a, a verbal prayer. You can call it just a, an affirmation or an intention, but she calls it a prayer. Um, if you feel comfortable repeating after me, 
um, go ahead and do so. Or if after hearing all of it, you want to make up your own and chant that, I encourage you to do so. This is going to be your chant practice is something similar to this. Please, I encourage you to create your own chant, your own affirmation, but go ahead and try this for like the next week or um, do it a couple times a week for the next month and see how you start to feel in your body. See how you start to feel um, mentally, like really what comes from this practice. Find a place to relax or just relax where you are. Take a moment to get quiet and say this prayer aloud. I call upon the grace of unconditional love and the truth of the divine mind to empty and cleanse my mind and emotional body from fixed opinion, half-truths, and deceptions. May I trust and be patient so that I can see and know the highest level of truth available to me. May I give and receive peace, enlightenment, and helpful, accurate communication. May divine light shine bright and help all beings find their way. Through my own free will, so be it. Relax now for as long as you need. Perhaps close your eyes and focus on your breathing for several moments. As you allow the prayer and the power of your prayer to work on a spiritual level and beyond, allow yourself to become empty and still and go into as deep of a relaxation as possible for as long as feels good for you. So I encourage you to go ahead and revisit this if you have the time, if you have the motivation, if that felt good for you. You can also adapt that prayer, that affirmation to a shorter version, such as, I trust that truth will come to me and set me free. I trust that truth will come to me and set me free. I trust that truth will come to me and set me free. I trust that truth will come to me and set me free. Now, something that came up while I was reading this. You know, I like to throw in my own perspectives every now and again. I know that this card really brings something passionate up in me. And that, that way of truth. I just was speaking with a client today about, about this particular topic. 
and the truth behind it. It's a controversial topic, but I'm really feeling the pull to share it with you. Um, in the spiritual community, I have heard a lot of people projecting a belief that people who wear masks or get vaccinated are living in this this fear mindset that they're that they're seeing things from this fear perspective that they're giving into a fear fear based paradigm and perpetuating some kind of negative energy thing. Um, my personal perspective on the matter, this is very personal for me, is I have never seen wearing a mask or getting vaccinated as something I do out of fear. I'm not afraid of catching COVID. I'm not afraid of, of anything the government tells me in regards to that. When I put on a mask and I step outside my door, I am doing it because I love every single person I meet. I care for their health. I care for their safety. I care about humans. And when I'm putting a mask on, it's out of love. It's out of compassion. And it's out of empathy for other people and situations that they have that maybe I don't understand because I'm not in their shoes. For the elders that have no control over their body and their health because of their age. For the young people who have yet to build a strong enough immune system. So when I'm getting, you know, vaccinated or if I'm getting a booster or if I'm putting a mask on, it's never for me out of fear. It's not fear that I'm going to hurt somebody. It's not fear that I'm perpetuating an agenda. It's always, I care about these people and whether, you know, no matter what the beliefs I hold in my heart in regards to the political matter, it's that I care about people. I care about others. And so for me, it's an act of love. It's an act of deep, unconditional love where I am sacrificing my own, my own pride to show love and compassion for another person. Because if I'm, if I'm refusing to wear a mask just because of my own stubbornness, my own pride, then I'm perpetuating selfishness and greed. And I don't want to be that kind of person. So that's something that's come up for me really strong the last week. And I really grappled with my guides about sharing it. Because I don't want to be judged, necessarily speaking. But I think it's a really important message to share. And it's a perspective that isn't talked about. That really, how you go out of your house with a mask on, how you see it, that's the energy that is being perpetuated. If you're judging other people, you're projecting your own beliefs onto other people. Well, that then the fear is you. <laughs> but that's just my personal belief. And um, if, if that affects how you see me, I really apologize for 
um, triggering you. But I really do care about all of you out there. And I just thought I'd share something about how I sought my own truth. It wasn't through chanting, but I did seek that truth and how that affected me. All right. We're going to go ahead and move on to reading number three. Reading number three. Reading number three, we have The Nightingale. The Nightingale. Nightingales. Have you ever heard a nightingale? They like sing at night, which is gorgeous. But if you have one in your tree next to your house, they can be rather annoying. I think the nightingale is a lot about duality. No, I don't. I don't think this particular author talks about the duality of, of the, the nightingale. Maybe not duality, but the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the double-sided coin in a way. Nightingales have incredible voices, the mimicking abilities, and they create such intricate tunes, like probably the most versatility in an avian being um, available. But man alive, if you have a nightingale nest outside your window at night, don't expect to sleep. So maybe this is nocturnal. Maybe this is talking about your ability to sleep. Uh, maybe you're more creative at night. I know I am as I look at the clock. <laughs> it is night where I am. <laughs> and here we are. So um, for your rating, I drew three cards from the Beyond Lemuria deck by Izzy Ivy. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Your first card is Starseed Elemental. Hey guys, in case you didn't know, if you chose reading number three, you might be a starseed. <gasps> if you don't know anything about it, go look it up. I'm not going into that today. <laughs> Um, so Starseed um, Elemental, this is tuning into, into the stars, spending time at night, looking at those incredible stars, getting inspiration, drawing energy down from the stars. Starseeds thrive on the downloads that we receive from the celestial bodies. I receive the most information when I sit outside beneath the stars and I stare at the stars and I talk to the stars. <laughs> Sounds super crazy, but I can tell you I have had the most riveting conversations with the stars. If you haven't spent time appreciating um, nature's natural evening lights, please take some time over the next month, go outside, sit beneath those beautiful orbs of light, and just appreciate them. Stare at them. Leave your phone inside. You can bring some music out, but try not to get distracted by anything other than the stars and the moon. Um, 
I recommend spending more than 20 minutes beneath the stars because that's when they really start to get ch chatty. And it's not like you won't hear things, but they will start to blink at you and you'll see all the pretty colors that they can blink and it can just be really beautiful. You might even see some shooting stars. And I know I get the most clarity of mind beneath the stars and new insight. So see what comes up for you beneath the stars. Um, maybe you want to go chanting beneath the stars. Hmm? Um, because remember, these readings are to help you figure out what exactly... Uh, chanting can support you with. I think chanting might help you connect with any star beings or starseed downloads that you might be seeking. If you don't believe in starseeds or are not associating yourself with them or whatnot, just spend time outside uh, at nighttime and look at the stars because really you can glean a lot of information an appreciation for the vastness of the universe and how microscopically small we are and yet how micros you know how how vast our impact on life can be when you sit outside and you stare at the stars and you really contemplate the universe and your place in it okay uh the second card we have is alignment so chanting can bring alignment chanting can help you with integration and connection. In this card, you see all the chakras represented by jewels. I think that these jewels can also kind of encourage you to work with different crystals, sitting and chanting with crystals, placing crystals on your body and chanting, allowing those crystals to activate naturally um, vibrate, create a, a resonance for your chakra points. Now alignment is really talking about how your body, your energy field overlay each other and then how that affects your thoughts, your emotions, your reactions, your environment. And it's the vibration that you're putting out into your environment and how your environment is reacting. That's people, situations, the conscious universe, how all of that's reacting to you and your vibration. So when we align our energy with our will, we align our energy with our passion, that is when the real magic starts. That is when we are able to start to see positive shifts in our environment. So chanting is going to help you bring that alignment, maybe balance any imbalanced chakras and to help you with feeling more free and more able to communicate with others because there will be balance, there will be cohesion, there will be function happening in your system if there isn't already. Even the most enlightened people need realignments every now and again. So go ahead and apply chanting to your practice this month. See how that affects you. See what happens in your body. See what happens for you. 
And the very last card is Endless Opportunities. I see this as manifestation. Like there's no, there's no other way that I could possibly interpret like how chanting can, can improve your life at this time. This, you know, you're first going to be just getting downloads. You're going to be receiving information from the stars. Then you're going to be integrating it, aligning with it. You're going to be figuring out how that fits into your life, into your goals, into your dreams. And then the last one is you'll be really seeing those endless possibilities, those endless opportunities, and how you can actually attain them. And they will be closer than ever. And you really will have choices of the batch. You, I mean, you can pick whatever path you want to go on, but it is understanding that you have these endless and unlimited possibilities and opportunities in your path once you've aligned yourself, once you've taken the time to connect with the stars, connect with that celestial energy, uh, whether it be connecting with your ancestors, your guides, whatnot. So that is how I see. And because star seeds are so, you know, the, the light language is a big thing for star seeds. I'm going to tune in with my guides right now. I'm going to ask them for a really short mantra that is going to help you connect with, with this particular energy so you can start to manifest what you need, what you want, maybe that clarity, what it, that inspiration, those answers you've been seeking. I'm going to ask my guides to give you guys a chant that you can go outside, stare at the stars, and tune into that energy, the star seed energy, okay? Mina. Mm -hmm. 
Wuh mahiati Okay. So that was what they gave me. I hope you were able to connect with that energy, connect with that chant. Um, you know, go out into the night and tune into that chant. You can listen back to the podcast if you want, um, or you can write down or practice that chant before you go outside. And go ahead and give that a try. See how it feels if you're comfortable. Um, and just chant it for like five to ten minutes or longer if that's something that you feel comfortable with. We are on reading number four, the very last reading. You guys chose the phoenix. The phoenix. I know that the phoenix is a powerful, powerful totem. And the phoenix is of the fifth element of spirit. The phoenix is all about resurrection and death, rebirth. But I know for me, when I think of the phoenix, I also remember that before the phoenix bursts into flames, it has the most incredible song. A song that is said to hold within it the joys, the deepest, most tangible joys, as well as the world's most incredible despair. And that upon hearing it, you will burst into tears and understand the fabric of the universe itself. Now, I personally have never heard the Phoenix song, but I know that I connect with universal energy a lot and that one of the, the troubles of working with Phoenix as a totem is you might get burned. Things will change and things will end whether you want them to or not. I think this card is letting you know that right now you are in a time of ending. In time of beginning. You're in the space between. You're entering a new stage of life. New stage of, of maybe development for you. Maybe you're having trouble letting go of some, some of those things. The things that need to be let go of. And there might be a struggle. And you don't know how to let go. I think chanting is going to help you with that let go, with that release, and with the appreciation and the lessons that come from that release, and the appreciation and the lessons that come from rebirth, recognizing all the wonderful opportunities that come when you move into that new era and you let go of the old, okay? So... For this particular reading, we actually are working with the Fairy Oracle deck by Brian Fraub. One of my favorite decks, one of my oldest decks. So for today's cards, we have the Maiden. The Maiden is just this joyous little fairy. She's like this teeny little baby fairy. The Maiden reminds us of our innocence. It reminds us of 
you know, discovering things for the first time reminds us of what it's like to see things with fresh eyes. I think that 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 it's important to return to that that innocent place. And the maiden is the one to do that for us, tuning into that energy of childlike naivety. In what areas of your life can you tune into that naivety, that innocence, that joy, right? The second card that we have is Iris of the Rainbows. All right, Iris of the Rainbows. This is probably my favorite card. The whole deck. I wonder why. Rainbows rising, Iris of the Rainbows. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, there's a theme, you guys. I like rainbows, in case you didn't notice. Um, Iris of the Rainbows um, literally is the woman that helps with you recognizing that you are in a storm and the rainbow will come after the storm. She is the one that helps wipe away your tears and bring out the sun your darkest most disparaging moment of your whole change and transformation she helps you with healing recognizing what needs to be let go of during this this new cycle of your life i mean this this fairy queen fairy goddess fairy being is all about that bright new phase that's about to happen. Just to keep your eye out for that rainbow, that all of the crying, all of the struggle will be worth it. From experience of using this deck for as long as I have, which is now about 10 years, I can tell you that when she shows up, you should be so deeply grateful because even though you may not be able to see just how incredible her lessons are at this very moment, you need to know that what you are going through right now, these are the foundations of who you are to become. You are going to become someone powerful, someone who is going to help light the way for others and She's here to remind you that you got to go through the struggle. You can do it. And that what you take out of this struggle is going to mold the new you. That you're going to be so proud of yourself. That you are going to become someone that is as radiant, as beautiful, as uplifting as a rainbow after a storm. Okay? And the last fairy, we have the Requires 
acquired taste for patience. <laughs> Geo is a fairy that goes so slow. He can see the wings of a hummingbird stand still. Why he goes so slow? You might ponder to yourself. It is so that he has time to consider. So he has time to ponder. So he has time to figure out, observe, and integrate the information he receives and deciphers through his patience, through his careful and slow movement. You may feel like you are stuck still. You might feel like you are going nowhere fast. Maybe that frustrates you. Maybe that makes you pissed. But the truth is that patience, those little steps, those teeny tiny steps that you can take each day are actually going to be more powerful than rushing quickly ahead. These fairies, the maiden, Iris of the Rainbows, and Geo the Slow, they're encouraging you to utilize chanting as a way of tuning in to the playfulness of practice, tuning into the playfulness, the innocence of a simplistic ritual, simplistic practice, being able to get out of that moment of, oh my gosh, the it's raining, all the stress of my job, oh my gosh, I have so many deadlines, I have to meet this person here at this time, and I have to clean up after my kids, to get out of that, and to get out of the expectation of bluer skies and rainbowery life and to be in that moment where you're chanting you're allowing that light within you to accumulate and burst forth and as you chant allowing those vowels to be long to reverberate in your body to really feel the vibrations in your skin, in your bones, in your legs and in your fingers, the top of your head. Chanting for you this month is about Feeling those vibrations, breaking down those barriers so that you can really have 
that activation, that phoenix moment bursting out of your shell. You've been asking for it, haven't you? You've been begging for it. But you've been rushing headlong into so many things. Some of the most powerful lessons, secrets, arcane wisdom is in the most mediocre, mundane practices that sound so boring, too simple. How could those things help me? Well, I can tell you repetition, being patient, and really diving deep into those practices will bring you more than taking 15 online classes or 15 workshops. You really dive into these practices of slower, simpler. You make it a private practice. You dedicate yourself to it. You will get so much more out of it. Don't rush so fast. You miss so much when you're running past the information. It's not about how many classes you take. It's not about how many, how many jobs you take on or how many clients you work with. It's not, not about that at all. You have to slow down. You'll miss all the most beautiful messages. You'll miss the magic in the moment. You'll miss the meaning behind all those things you're trying so hard to learn. The nuance. You need to slow. So your mantras... I just want you to do super simple vowel mantras. Intuitive vowel mantras. It's not about rushing. It's just about holding the note so that it is even. There is no breaks. There is no uh, wobbling in your voice. You should feel the vibrations down to your toes, through your fingertips, in your bones, in your skin, in the cells of your body. You should be so relaxed that it feels like you're riding on the back of a motorcycle with the vibrations that you are making yourself. That may sound impossible, but I can tell you that it is not. That a lot of the singing and chanting that I do, that's, that's all it is. So go ahead this month and try your best to apply this practice. See how it affects you. See if it helps you get happier, more joyful, more innocent, more playful in your life. See if it helps you see that rainbow on the horizon a little easier. See if it boosts your mood. Get those unstuck things out of you. We're going to be talking more about how to properly chant next week. And I'll be giving more 
more fundamentals of chanting. But just for this week, just hold a vowel. A Do your best to strengthen your diaphragm through diaphragmatic breathing. Breathing all the way down to your belly. If you feel your voice catch, if you feel your throat tighten, if you have phlegm come up, know that you are breaking through energetic blocks. You are literally breaking down things that are blocking you from moving forward in your life. Clear your system through the vibration. Even just chanting can be beneficial. I will be going over the chakra chants. And that is how I started my chanting. Is going through each of the chakras and chanting until... There were no catches in my voice, that there was no infliction in my tone, that I could hold a steady, rhythmic drone for my chant. And that is how I would clear each chakra when I started my ch chanting practice. So I hope you try and utilize this this month and see how it improves your quality of life and how it can enhance your private practice, your healing practice, um, you know, your ascension practice, right? I really appreciate all of you guys for tuning in this week. Really appreciate you guys um, listening to the, the oracles that I do and the tarot that I do every month. I, I just want to do a, a quick shout out to the client that I had this week who has been listening to the podcast. She says she has tuned into every episode and she listens with her son that it's their bonding activity. I want to shout out to my client who told me that she loves these tarot readings and she and her son get such enjoyment out of connecting with the animals and doing the practices together. And I just want to, I want to shout out and say thank you so much for your feedback. Thank you so much for booking a session and telling me how impactful the show has been in your life. It made my day and it put a smile on my face and it moved my heart in ways that just, it just lifted me up. 
I just really want to shout out just to you, tell you how much I appreciated that. It made me cry. <laughs> so um, I just I, I just want to say thank you. Um, and I look forward to working with you again. <laughs> so um, that was my one shout out for this week. Um, and I just want you guys to know how proud of you I am, how much I appreciate you guys dedicating to your practices, um, for being able to go around really listening to the show, taking what resonates, leaving what doesn't, and for sticking with me in my good shows, my bad shows. You know, I, I, I love you all so much, and I really hope you guys are finding benefit out of these practices, that you're able to apply them to your life, that you're able to really start to see improvement and higher quality of living through the show. I appreciate you guys so much. And if you guys enjoy the show and you want a shout out, um, go ahead and book a session with me. And I, I would love to be able to appreciate you guys on, on the air as well. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll see you guys next week where I will be going through each of the chakra chants and talking more about how you can deepen your chants, how you can improve your chanting, how you can start to develop a, a stronger diaphragmatic breath for chanting, and all the different ways that you can really start to play with chanting in your practice and how it can be applied. So I hope to see you guys next week. Hope you have a wonderful day. And I'm so appreciative that we all are ascending together. Have a good one. Bye.
Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. Get some stickers, custom tarot cards. Check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide, guiding you to your ascension.